0: Uh, Well, this is obviously a service of change. (laughs) There are a number of things that have changed in this service. So I guess the message has to change too. Um, I wanted to share um, in short, I wanted to share about rain and revival. Um, And uh, but I'm just going to do a, a very, very short th- thought, and then I'm going to ask Yossi and Becca to come forward and give a testimony because I want you to hear what God is doing with the people of Israel. It's just going to be one family they're going to talk about, but, but God is working and I think as a congregation, we have to figure out what our job is and w- in terms of what God's will is and work with God. So um, I have a couple thoughts about it that I, I feel God is saying that, we have, that we're dedicating, in a sense, the service to Israel, to, to the Lord, and what God is going to do in Israel. Uh, look, we just finished Sukkot, because Sukkot is a seven-day holy day, and uh, today is not Sukkot any longer. Today is um, Shemini Atzeret, which is the eighth day, and Atzeret really is sort of an assembly. It's, a, it's uh, So, we are assembling together on the eighth day, as it says in scripture, to do. Um there's a list I have of of Sukkot uh, themes. There's the tabernacle, dependence on God, remember what God has done, prophecy, Sukkot in the future, pilgrimage, rejoice, living water, marriage of the lamb, illumination, meaning lights. And uh, all of these are great themes. Um, but interesting enough on Shemini Shemini uh, Um One of the traditions is that there is a prayer for rain, because of the um, spring. Uh, that in the springtime they uh, they put seeds out. They they started the crops, and it's harvested in. Uh, after the rains in the fall and so they're praying for rain because rain's required for for all that they do but we know that scripturally rain also refers to the power of god's spirit falling upon us so at some point in the near future i'll i want to talk about that Uh, i just want to mention that what the scripture says about this eighth day. So if you look at Leviticus 2336, it says for seven days you are to bring an offering by fire to Adonai. The eighth day will be a holy convocation, which is what we're doing now. Uh, And you are to bring an offering by fire. And it's a solemn assembly, you should do no laborious work. So that is today. And it started last night as we spent time in the sukkah, which is really beautiful. By the way, the next time we do a Friday night Shabbat dinner, it'll probably also be in outside and it, it, you should come to that sometime. There's a, there's a very sweet family spirit when we do that and uh, it's really nice. So that's a little about sh- uh, Shemini Atzer at the eighth day. Um, I will have to do this message some other time, but I really feel God is is trying to tell us that He is working in in some ways that are really, really interesting. and um, one of the ways is uh, well, Yossi and Becker, why don't you come up and explain who this family was and or is and and then I'll try and close and explain to you why this is important.
1: Hi, Shabbat Shalom again.
0: We, I'm, um, I'm just
1: gonna start with saying because my wife she's better in English to explain stuff more than me. I just I say that's actually mysterious God's way, mm-hmm. and and it's a beautiful. Uh, and I let Becca
2: <laughs> explain. All right. Well, it's more his story than mine, but I'll try and do my best. I know to say it in, English, <laughs> but in Hebrew. Um he has a friend that he used to work with um, through in Israel when they were working together in the same company. And this was um 20 years ago. Yep, exactly. And um, Yossi was more of a new believer. Um, and this guy wasn't. Oh, I was. Um, yeah, um, at the 25 time. 25 years accepted. Right, I, I'm saying. So. <laughs> and, um, and he worked in with a whole group of these Israelis. And um, they just had a nice relationship, a nice bond. In fact, Yossi had kept in, uh, (laughs) had kept in touch with a few of them all through the years. Although this one particular gentleman, um, he really didn't keep in touch with much. Maybe was he on your Facebook? Yes, he was on his voices. Facebook. We he, still in the um, Facebook, but not really communication like phones or anything. Well, recently, like a few months back, um, this gentleman w- reached out to Yosi and just said, "Hey, I see you're living in the states, you know." Yeah. Um, and they have a little conversation, a little chat back and forth. And he goes, "You know, I'm going to be coming in a little bit, um, you know, with my family." And of course, Yosi, with his big heart, is always like, "Come to our home. You're welcome. You know, we'll love to have you." And then meanwhile, he's looking at me and goes, I haven't seen these guys in a long time, <laughs> you know. Um, but we just said, okay, let's do this. You know, we'd love to see them and fellowship with them. Um, but it was interesting because they're, they're on a trip. Uh, they decided as a family, they saved their money, they worked hard, and they decided they wanted to travel for 10 or 11 months and as a family. So they left Israel and they traveled. Yeah. Yes, go ahead.
1: So uh, to explain something amazing <coughs> about the situations, as Israelis, we try and always to shortcut the stuff. And uh, one of them is to save money and be in places that's gonna be more cheaper to do stuff and living and everything. What happened, it's actually they calculate their money and where they can spend more times with their families and they think like they're gonna spend more times in Asia. That's mean Thailand, India, Philippines, and all these areas because it's cheap to live there for the amount of money that they have been saving. However, one day one of the son got a message that they have a ticket, like $450 from Philippines to Australia. I was like, what? Australia is very expensive. It's really intriguing to go there, but uh, they they have been thinking, what we are going to do? We don't have people to know and everything. And there was a lady that she was sitting with him in the same hotel. She was talking with him. She said, hey, listen, I know that you are Israelis, and she was a believer, I believe. And she said to him, that has a website that called
2: HIT, which Hit. is uh, Help Israelis Travel. <laughs> and it's it's literally, I think it's done on by, who is it? It's not a juice for Jesus. Chosen, Chosen People, People Ministry started this website that families can sign up um, who want to help uh, Israelis stay when they're traveling and also share with them i I'm essentially that's it's really just to be a light and a blessing and so she gave them this website to look at and they found a bunch of families in Australia correct
1: by curiosity they have been you know checking this they have been curious first who's going to accept it as that we don't know him to accept it in their their house and so they were suspicious <laughs> but I'm telling you some things None of the people that they accept him, they have been Israelis. But they have been the Gentiles that they love Israeli people to come in and to share with him the word of God. And that's what happened. They moved to, uh, to Australia to fly to Israel, and they find out this gentleman that he's waiting for him in the airport. And they didn't understand the love and the passions that these people were the actually kindness. willing, the kindness to give. Even they never know these people. So they have been, like, shocked. And the same things curious and scared a little bit because they didn't know what well, this guy take us to this place so they go with him and they found that this guy has a lot of workers and everything but he a farm and he has a heart for israel and he supports israel so they stay with him for two for two weeks at this time they find out i'll let you keep doing I don't know this part of the story. Well, so anyway, as well. they they start to do the prayers and they find out that actually they're praying cor- and you know by the name of Yeshua and they didn't understand what that's Yeshua mean and everything. And then on Saturdays they go with him to the services. They start to find out that this actually people know more at the Bible than him himself. So he was provoked
2: like, to jealousy. Maybe what's
1: going on? I'm, we are the Israelis. These people love us. And they are actually teaching us what we're supposed to know before anything else. So that was actually triggering them to start to read and looking for the Bible and the New Testament. And so
2: meanwhile, we're over here in the States, and we know that they've just now arrived in the States, and I think they're traveling to like 30-some states. They just have this big, long trek that they're doing, and they're continuing to stay with us, you know, these families from believers, believers and, and just really being overwhelmed by the love of the believers. And... Um, So I start to look. Uh, We looked on their Facebook because we were just like, wow, where have all the places they've been? We were like, wow, this is gorgeous pictures and look at all these countries. And then while they're in Australia, I hear... I hear like, uh, I don't Joshua Aaron. Joshua Aaron music in the background, and I'm going, what is this? <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, this is interesting. So we didn't talk with them until they came to us, but we were like, but, this is going to be an interesting conversation. But he was singing. And, and he was singing, scene, like he was scene. filming it and singing something at the same, we we're like, okay, let's just see what the Lord has. So we didn't
1: want to, you know, as an Israeli to Israeli, I don't want to step in <laughs> some things and just said to him, but... I did reveal for him that we are messianic, we are believers. And this a matter of fact, yeah, when they come into our house the first times, we we said that we are believers, we accept Yeshua in our life, and this and this and all stuff. And a matter of facts, actually, my father-in-law, he's the uh, the rabbi of the synagogue, would love to have you here and celebrate with us the holidays. But their tra their, the traje- what they call it? trajectory the, tra- the trajectory of the of the way that they need to stay. They're supposed to go to another place in Brandonton. And we didn't want to ask him anything about if they have been accepting the Lord or not. Still people kinda of be curious, but you don't know if they are or not.
2: But when I first when I first saw them, um, and because Yossi was home when they arrived the first time, I hadn't been there yet. So when I came, the gentleman says to me we have more in common than we expected. <laughs> so obviously the Lord has been working big time in their hearts. And especially like they're, you know, reading the books and they're reading the New Testament. And, um, and definitely the Lord is, is doing something very special and they're excited.
1: And and, and, and other beautiful things that they have been actually as, not just as testimony, they have been really active at this WhatsApp group that they built with the whole people that they have been sitting with them and all this all the different, countries. different countries, so actually they have been collecting all these families that they are believers around the oh, the world, yeah. and we are like now, now we are now people in Sydney and Philippines and Ohio, Hawaii. Hawaii, and it's it's a crazy how Lord actually connects you. And That's actually what the Rabbi want to talk about it, I believe, but uh, yesterday. We have been sitting, me and Becca, and we're talking about, yeah, well, they have been sitting with us for one week, and I didn't have the chance to ask them really direct, ask questions if they are accepting Yeshua in their life or not. And then the phone, it was easy to talk to him. So when I talked to him, Becca was with me, and I said, I really want to ask you these questions. If, you know, with all the experience that you have been with the whole people, what do you think about Yeshua and if you have? And they said, listen, we are new in distinct. But I believe that, yeah, we're accepting, is right this is the right way and we're accepting Yeshua in our Yay! life. That was amazing. So this is a...
2: And, and the, just the last thing that I'll say is, um, it was a God thing that he connected these two guys again after 20, yeah. like 20 years. You know, everyone else that they met were believers who shared with them they were new. But it was a really special connection that the Lord brought them back in our path of all places. And here, this is a friend of his from 20 years ago who has also found the faith of Yeshua. And this is beautiful. So. And now and now we truly, we really, we, there's a connection and there's a special bond between us as, as really as family. So it's a blessing.
0: So the point of this, thank you, the point of this is that God is doing something and we need to have our eyes open for divine appointments because there, there is, I believe, um, this war is going to cause a shift in, in the atmosphere. And I believe that Israelis are going to be more open. And uh, I believe that there's there's going to be a lot of changes. But we are going to have opportunities. We're going to have opportunities. So as an example, Thursday night, I, I was having dinner with Thor and uh, talking about the teens. And so uh, as we do when we go out to dinner, we asked the, in this case it was a waiter, his name was Eric, uh, if we could pray for him. And he said, sure, he said, but you know, I'm Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) So you can imagine that started a conversation and, and then Um, and, and he should be here next week. I think he's going to come now. He's going to come with another guy who works there and his name is Yeshua. (laughs) (laughs) So, so it'll be, uh, so we met him as well. And, um, and look, God is doing some wild things. And we have to take a few steps forward, and God will meet us and give us those divine opportunities. So, tomorrow, I'm expecting some things, some crazy things to happen. I don't know exactly what, but I'm expecting things to happen, which is why I believe you should be there. Um, I, I also see that God is is going to we're going to have to be flexible and and uh this organization uh, and and i'm already in touch with them now as as they said it's called hit which is help israelis travel and i'm thinking wow this is an amazing thing that a number of the people here in the congregation might want to do, and, and so that when Israelis come into the Tampa area, they have a place to stay. Now, I realize there are all sorts of risks and things, and I, I get all of that. I guess that um, I'll find out more about it because, I, as I said, I'm in touch with them, but I think they do some vetting uh, of the Israelis um, before they, uh, you know, they recommend them. But uh, still, in all, um, there potentially could be difficulties. But there is also the opportunity to show, as, as Yossi and, and Becca just explained, the kind of love that people are not used to seeing, not only a love for themselves, but a love for God, a passion for God. You know, Israel is a ver- very, when it's not orthodox, meaning with the Pais and the Black Hat and all the other stuff, when it's not the orthodox, it's a very secular nation. And very filled. It's it's uh, way too much like the United States in 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 its moral decay. Uh, and um, and so part of our prayers have to be to intercede for God not to give them what they deserve. I, somebody said that. It w- I don't know if it was a prayer or a scripture, but uh, okay not what they deserve, because what we all deserve, whether it's this country or Israel, we, we deserve God's wrath because of the sin that is all around us. I mean, and it's not just a little bit, it's, it's all around us. So we, we really need to focus on, on the fact that, um, uh, we, we need to repent for Israel. We need to repent for the United States. Uh, you know, our prayers should be intentional prayers having to do with the will of God, not our own will, because, you know, what we'd like to say is, oh, well, we'd probably like to say, you know, if, if we could direct God, we would say a lot of things, but, but they wouldn't be things that God would want us to say or pray. So we really have to be vigil- vil- vigilant in, in serving the one who we serve. When people see that this is real and that our love for God is real because of the scriptures and, and because of our relationship with Him and, and really sensing the way to put to, to allow uh, to be in His presence, um, then we have something that the world will want. And, and so we have to be, here's a new word for you, some of you know it, but uh, we have to make sure to get rid of the mishigas in our life. Mishigas means the craziness. It's, it's, and, and all of us have it, Right. We all have areas in our life that are just crazy, but in order to to really be available and 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 we have to t- try and push those things aside and make ourselves available for God and those divine moments. So um, I just want to encourage you today that um, one of the other things about the eighth day and and this holy day because this is a holy day is that a lot of it has to do with new beginnings and because it's after the 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 time of these holy days this new beginning we're starting this is almost a starting point today so if if you can consider this a new beginning and redirect yourself to the Lord, redirect yourself to just allowing him to work in your life, expecting things that are miraculous. A um, couple other things in in sort of announcements as well as having to do with this is that in eight weeks um, we have a bar mitzvah so keep isaac in prayer isaac melendez as he will be uh, we haven't had a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah in a couple years so this is uh this is on december 2nd and that's very very exciting um That we're going to have that time and hopefully in the coming year, we're going to have two or three other people. Uh, So just keep that in prayer because God has to do something also in our young people. You know, we have to see revival. We have to cry out for revival. We have to expect revival. We have to speak in a way that that revival is by faith. In Even if we're not seeing it, we have to speak it because by faith we know it's going to happen. And, you know, this time of uh, the war that is going on right now If we look back to the revival of the Messianic Movement, it was based around a war, the 67 War. The revival, this was the beginning of Jewish people accepting the Lord in in hundreds and thousands, and it was the beginning of the Messianic Movement, and it was the beginning of the Jesus Revolution. So... You, I want to raise your expectation of what is going on. Even though I, I am just so sad and I'm angry with what's going on, there's another part of me that is expecting God to do something. So I want to raise your expectation. As I, I want to close in prayer. I want you to know what I'm praying about and and why i'm praying it because we have seen god working through these travesties through the, these awful things that have happened in hi- historically and so now we're 50 years away from uh, from you know the, that war the, the war in in um 73 the Yom Kippur war uh but, so god is is I just believe he's really going to do something. So let's pray. Lord, we are earnestly waiting for you to do miracles around us. Lord, we you do miracles every day, but I'm talking about the miracles of of hearts being transformed and changed. I'm looking for miracles on the world stage, Lord, where people will see your power in action and they will come to you in droves. I'm praying for another revival, Lord, greater than the the Jesus revolution, greater than what fostered the Messianic movement. I'm looking for that time where you interfere with our hearts and make us so excited about you, and and that our friends and our family will be so excited about finding out about you, those who don't know you. And we will see the Jewish community in Tampa be turned to you. We will see the Jewish community in the United States turn to you. We will see Israel, that there will be thousands and thousands. Once again, we have, we have. I'm sure in these bomb shelters, many Messianic Jews who are able to share with the others and tell them, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid because God is with you. So I pray, O oh Lord, that you would give them the chutzpah to speak out for you, Lord. I pray that they would understand the importance of this time, that God sets his appointed times for various things and, and this is the time for salvation. This is the time that God, I believe, has set for to change the the atmosphere and and really allow people to understand what sin is and decide that sin is no longer what they want to follow but they want to follow the king of kings the lord of lords and know that that you are real lord and that you are going to do great work so lord I pray. I pray for this congregation. I pray that you will bring us a new active relationship, not only with you, Lord, but with others to bring them into the understanding of who you are, God, and that it would just be a delight to serve you and to worship you. So, Lord, Change us, even as believers. Let us be more fervent for you. Help us to be more persistent for you. And help us to be delivered from anything that stops us from working for you, serving you as your ambassador here on earth. So, Lord, we love you, we bless you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen.